Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. You're listening to part five of Braveheart's Betty Louise in conversation with social worker Kelly Gallagher, Grass Valley Police Chief Alex Gamelgard, and Grass Valley Police Officer Jonathan Brown. The city of Grass Valley was awarded over half a million dollars in partnership with the nonprofit Hospitality House as part of the California Violence Intervention and Prevention Grant. Hospitality House originally introduced the Peace Officers and Standards Training Curriculum, encouraging de-escalation and an awareness of mental health challenges, particularly in the homeless community. As part of the program, social workers and officers respond to calls and engage with the community together as partners. So you certainly outlined some of the challenges, that there are human beings that, you know, that's who you're trying to help. Is, is there anything that you notice about the homeless community in particular that's different from any other kind of victims? I think it's universally that anyone could be homeless. And that's the message I always try and kind of impress upon people is that we are all really one catastrophic illness one stupid mistake, one accident, one ended relationship. I mean, I've seen dentists, I've seen people with PhDs. It can happen to almost anybody, especially if they don't have a family support. And so I think that's what people don't realize about homelessness is that you can think everything's going along smoothly one day and the next day it might not be. Like if you go to Utah's place and and there's 67 people staying there, that's 67 different stories. One person might have been a homemaker, one person might have been a lawyer. I think it's humbling, honestly. Yeah, and I'm sure it helps you to approach every situation with kind of a clean slate. Like, you don't know what this person has been through. And so you come in with curiosity instead of maybe what they encounter at other times is just hostility. No, not to be mistaken. There are still a lot of criminal violations that we come across, and we have to deal with those as we come across them. Um, You know, we don't just let people disregard the law and do whatever they want. Because I'm always (laughs) engaging members of the community that are homeless, there's a lot of crimes that get committed by some of those people. And just because of how much contact we have with them, we're present during a lot of those crimes. And so a lot of these people are on probation or they may have these past histories or, or substance abuse or whatever the case. So they you know, may be in possession of paraphernalia or drugs or under the influence of something or alcohol in public or those types of things. So there, there still are criminal violations that we come in contact with. But I will say... Because we have the time to talk with people and because of all the progressive engagement that we've had up to that point, even when we have to take enforcement action against somebody, whether it's writing them a citation or physically taking them into custody, we still have their respect the next time we see them on the street. Mm-hmm. They still talk with me. They still know that we care about them. Some people will call us, call me on my day off and give me a, a voicemail or I'll come in on my right. on my day and then have a voicemail from somebody. I was going to say something. I mean, I know my experience as a police officer, I'm sure you've shared, had this experience where people say that time when you took me to jail, 
I needed that more than anything else in my life. Thank you for doing that. It usually doesn't happen when you're taking them to jail. It usually happens at some point future when they see you on the street. And so that's the point of this whole program from a community safety aspect and then in each individual that's being served. Sometimes there's certain tools and things that and interventions and things that are happening that are really for the better, both collectively and for an individual. And so that's that was the point of the program. And that's why, to Jonathan's point about the criminal violations, the whole application on the grant and the statement out of the California Violence Intervention Program is that these folks that they're serving have a higher propensity, both to be victims and to commit crime, some of which is based on circumstance and living on the street, let's be honest, more likely that you're going to be a crime victim. But also, it has a whole community wellness perspective to it. It's not good for a community fabric to have a high level of homelessness. So what can we do to address that? Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind. This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.